0: That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening or whenever you feel like it, because it's the holiday season and we would like you to chill out a little bit, too. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how's it going today, and have you done your weekly review? And if you haven't or don't want to answer, then don't.
1: Hi, Jean. I am doing well today, but no, I have not done my weekly review.
0: Bum-bum. Sad trombone. Sad
1: trombone. <laughs> I think it's a whole, at this point, a whole sad horn section.
0: Well, me neither. So, let's just let's we'll edit this part out now. Uh you know, it's just been it's that time of the year um when this podcast uh goes out, it will be Christmas Day and we are definitely not doing a weekly review on Christmas Day nor do we expect anybody who doesn't feel like doing one on Christmas Day to do so. Um And I already forgot what my weekly to-do was. Do you remember what yours was?
1: I think both of ours were Christmas gift-related.
0: Oh, right. I was going to wrap my Christmas gift by today. I did not.
1: Ah, I was going to mail out uh, Christmas cards, um, although in one big two-day mail envelope um, mm-hmm. since they're all going to my sister's. And I did, and they have arrived.
0: Oh, yay for you.
1: So, yes, weekly to-do. Check. The Yuletide edition.
0: <laughs> I did get some other weekly to Well, there weren't official weekly to-dos, but, um, yeah, I had to do some uh, shopping sort of grocery-wise and, uh, um to make some things for other people which I will talk about later on in the show but uh I did that today and boy does it remind me how now I didn't like shopping in the few days running up to Christmas and now I really hate it <laughs> because it's you know this one store that I had to go to um is not um it's a little bit of a a chaotic free for all space, like they don't, they don't do very much to regulate people, you know, being socially distanced. Uh, everybody was wearing a mask. So that's, that's a plus, I guess. But even so, I was standing in line and thinking, how many people have been standing li- in line in this space over the course of the day? <laughs> you know, even with their masks, and then mm-hmm. I said, Okay, just go home and, you know, You know it is a little bit of of a crapshoot every time you go out around strangers. Even it's true, not in super close quarters. But hey, that's that. I did get that done, so I was feeling quite productive until I started recording this podcast (laughs) with you.
1: Well, glad to make you feel bad, Jean, about (laughs) about yourself and your productivity. No, of course it's always it's always great to get. Get things done, um, the the weekly to do. I mean, I'm assuming that that you'll probably wrap those presents before Tomorrow. Christmas, it, or b- yeah. before you give them to the people who are getting them. So mm-hmm. it's that's really the the firm deadline on those. Um, yeah, because but- I've never seen anybody give a gift not wrapped at all and say, oh, but by the way, could you give that back to me so I can wrap it. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, well, um, I've managed to cut down a lot on my wrapping chores, which is something I wanted to talk about today in what we expect to be a short edition of the weekly review, the holiday edition, and I wanted to talk about holiday hacks and things... Not hacks, hack, singular, because we're going to make it a short show. Um, And in my family last year uh or maybe it was 2 years ago i said i don't want to do presents for everybody you know like even if they're small presents it's like picking them out buying stuff packaging wrapping and knowing that you know the even just in my my immediate family there's there's not we don't need too many new physical objects in our lives. And so the notion that if you get four siblings and in-laws and nieces and nephews together um, to exchange presents, you're going to whatever that, that multiple or exponential number is of new things that have been introduced into the family pile of stuff. So I said, why don't we just do a secret Santa version and everybody was happy with that because it also cuts down on that feeling of like, can we watch everybody open every present? Like, you know, it, one present per
1: per mm-hmm. person
0: is is kind of special. And it's more exciting because, you know, everybody could concentrate on one person. Um, we had uh, my sister, my one sister who lives in New Zealand, she – was not going to be attending our 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 usual Christmas uh, get together, so she was in charge of um, figuring out you know the Secret Santa matchups and and letting everybody know who's who was theirs. And she likes that job; she's good at it. So you know we had somebody to facilitate it. I'm not sure how you do it, you know, unless one person just knows all the all the secrets of the secret Santas, and uh, last last year, uh, my niece who is like twenty turned turned twenty recently. She um, she drew my name and she got me a Star Trek book and a coffee mug that said "Best effing aunt ever," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. You know, if she had to buy presents for everybody, you know, I think, you know, she would have been stretched a little thin, but she she nailed it. And I was so pleased and such a proud aunt. Um, so, yeah, I have a Star Trek uh, book, which is uh, cap uh, Captain Kirk's Management Tips or something like that.
1: <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh,
0: so that was last year and that was before pandemic. So this year... We're doing the same thing, but we're all going to meet up and drop off the gifts at, one, at my one sis, sister's house here in Portland and sort of divvy things up. And then we're going to open them up on Zoom uh, later. And I suggested that we all also bring along like a Christmas treat, like not a whole, nothing too complicated like we did at Thanksgiving. That, you know, so. Er- that's what we would normally have is a bunch of Christmas cookies and snacks and drinks, and so I'm excited because this year I'm going to make something I've never made before. But I was inspired by uh, a guy named Gabi on Microdot Blog, who's from Puerto Rico, to make the Puerto Rican version of eggnog, which is coconut nog, and it's called coquito. And it just sounded good, good. right? With coconut milk and plus Mm -hmm. evaporated milk and sweetened condensed milk and nutmeg and cinnamon and the usual things, but coconutty. And I thought that would be fun, and rum. I I should mention rum is part of it. So uh, I thought, yeah, I'll make something new that will be fun for me, and and it will be memorable (laughs) for everybody else. So that's my – my hack is the secret Santa for a family larger than, you know, two or three people. It just gets uh, – and and everybody's an adult, and everybody's got houses that are already full of stuff, or they're college mm-hmm. students who don't need new things. Um, you know, of course, the kids' parents will give them gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day that will uh, officially be from Santa Claus. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that is, I, I think it, you know, it was a corny idea, uh, that we used to do like in elementary school or things like that, but I think it works out pretty well for a group of adults.
1: No, I think that's a great idea for a group of, a group of adults. Um, cause again, the larger it gets, the more, the matrix of combinations just explodes and, then you have a lot of gifts um and yeah i think um that sounds like a great idea for uh i guess my christmas hack this year is um seclusion <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that i you know <clears throat> with the pandemic i haven't i didn't travel back to um new jersey to stay with my sister so um that meant that gifts rather than buying them here in california and shipping them um gifts that i bought got delivered there um mm-hmm. and then uh had to convince somebody there to wrap them for me <laughs> which is a great hack um because i am terrible at at wrapping gifts um there's something about like full like if i ever were in an origami class the only thing i'd ever be able to make is an origami boulder (laughs) which is just a crumpled up piece of paper because that for some reason i am physically not precise at all with folds and paper um so anytime like if you get if you ever receive a gift from me that has the worst wrapping in the world um then you know that i did it myself because it's oh it's there's like 17 pieces it's just it's a mess um so um that kind of worked out and then um i guess maybe it's a little minor hack since uh the cards were all going to the same place um and they needed to be there quickly um I wrote out kind of all the Christmas cards to all the folks that <coughs> – to all the folks that um, I usually see when I'm with uh, my sister. And I put them all into one of those uh, two-day mail prepaid envelopes uh-huh. um, or, or fixed-price envelopes. Right. So I didn't have to mail them all individually. Um so that was another hack that seemed to have worked out well this year. Something I've never done before, and since a couple of the gifts this year were gift cards, shh, don't tell anybody until, until after, after they open them. Um, <laughs> you know, those also went right into the. They went into the card, which went into the big envelope. So a, a, a few things like it took care of a number of of both gifts and all the cards, kind of in one uh one envelope with a tracking number so that was another good good hack for this year um that's good and those and those are they tend to be th- those are things that might only be this year's hacks because yeah i'm very hopeful i'll be traveling to new jersey next year for christmas in which case i'll have to do my own just terrible job of wrapping
0: well it, when you mentioned gift wrapping, it re- it popped into my head that I knew somebody who who has done a gift wrapping guide for nerds, uh, David Sparks. Um, two years ago, he he did a video in his series of field guides. He has the gift wrap field guide. So I'll send you that link. We'll put it in the show notes, and if oh, you you, knew- you sent.
1: You sent me the link last year when I talked about this. I think I I watched it. It it did it,
0: it. It didn't help.
1: It was I think where he's starting is like like way advanced to right. Like
0: he's in he's in like graduate level rapping, and you're just got yes. rapping college.
1: Like he was talking about how you how you hide the tape so it doesn't look like like I'm just trying to figure out how you. Mm-hmm. Undo the tape so it doesn't stick to itself before you get it on the page Like, yeah, I'm all I'm all <laughs> thumbs when it comes to it. like.
0: Okay, well, I'm predictable. But but post it,
1: post it. <laughs> no, it's good advice. It just please post the link. it's just mm. I uh I I I think I need the like yeah the complete dummies guide to gift wrapping is is probably what I need.
0: Mm. That's interesting. Well. I, I enjoy wrapping gifts Um, when I have all the equipment. It's sort of like cooking, you know, like if you have everything and you can lay it out and you can cut things without, you know, messing up, cut straight lines or whatever. Although I rarely actually use rib- ribbons anymore. Like, you know, I, I just use those stick-on little boutonniere-type ribbons <laughs> um, because it's just easier. And they can be reused. So
1: and oh speaking of yes, reuse. We may have mentioned this in a past year's episode, but um yeah, growing up in my household, um, yeah, there, we were big paper savers. Mm-hmm. Um, mom and dad both grew up during the depression, so mm-hmm. um nothing got thrown out. So like over the years you got to know the wrapping paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, this one again. <laughs> um so but you know, well, there's something to be said for that
0: um by the way i I made a little thing uh which I would like to share with you, a little uh recording uh for that I made with uh inspired by dexter, your cat um and so it's a little present for Dexter in the the form of an audio file, which I'm dropping in your Dropbox. And I would like you to listen to it. And uh, I think it's a good way to close out the show.
1: All right. And uh, let me give that a listen right now. Meow, 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 (laughs) meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 Excellent. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm sure that will become one of Dexter's favorite uh Christmas time songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I have this uh a cat piano. Um it's I suppose it's a toy for a kid but um I, my good friend Kylie gifted it to me a few years ago and it's like you know a little electronic keyboard you know laptop size that's in the shape of a cat like a big smiling cat and you have different um instruments that you can choose you know like an organ for uh or an electronic piano and but one of the instruments is meow and i don't know why anybody would use anything but meow with the cat piano because it makes every song just so delightful
1: Well, it's a cat piano <laughs> right very much right and De- dexter has already told me that it, he's named the song uh, good king dexter sloss <laughs>
0: Yeah, so... Because
1: it is all about him always, yeah. from his point of view. Yes. Um, that is wonderful. Thank you so much. That's a great... And also, I wanted to thank you for... Um, so a, a package arrived unex- like that I was not expecting, and I opened it up, and there was the cutest little book of um, guinea pig T'was the night before Christmas. (laughs) So thank you so much for that. That was delightful, unexpected, and wonderful.
0: Everything is better with guinea pigs, um, I think. (laughs) And uh, Well, I'm glad that uh, that got to you on time. That was uh, um, definitely a, a consideration, too. I was like, I don't want it to get there too soon. No, no one-day shipping, but don't ship it too late, or it won't get there on uh, before Christmas. So, um, and you need it the night before Christmas, so you and Dexter can read it, and he can enjoy the guinea pig, the guinea deer, the pictures of the guinea deer um, pulling Santa's sleigh.
1: I think he will. He will enjoy it. We'll put on the 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 Kitty Carol, as you <laughs> as you named the the audio file, and uh, and read um, The Guinea Pig Twas the Night Before Christmas. That'll be very nice.
0: Oh, good. Well, well with that, I think uh, we should wrap this up so we can continue whatever we're doing to get ready for Christmas. Um, I guess I still have to wrap. I only have to wrap one present. I think that was why I chose it as my weekly to-do, but then... It was too almost too easy. And then I forgot, and I don't have to have it wrapped until tomorrow at 3 o'clock, and it's only one present. And uh, I, too, will be recycling some wrapping paper (laughs) that I got uh, from a friend of mine, sloth Christmas wrapping paper. So, um, at any rate, um, folks, if you want to share anything um, that you've, done this year to make your Christmas more enjoyable, uh, less stressful, or what, you know, anything you want to share about this year, we are here on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review, and you can always email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. If you're feeling in the Christmas spirit and would like to give us the best gift of all, that would be to rate or review this podcast, um, and it just helps us, um, you know, find new listeners, and it also makes us happy to know that you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Ho ho
1: ho! Thanks.
0: Meow 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 meow
1: meow 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 meow.